Anything I talk, make you talk come again. Talk come again. Anything I talk, make you talk come again. Talk come again. But I'm already shout finish. We no see ya for God. Hey everybody, you welcome back to my channel, Feeding Thoughts. I know I haven't really been consistent, and I know that my podcast is very important. So I am gradually trying to move its place on my priority list. I'm going to fill you guys in on it. I promise. As soon as everything comes together. So, how have you guys been, really? Then let's talk about what's going on in our country right now. And SARS. I don't know if any one of you has ever had. A confrontation with these people personally I have never don't get me wrong I've had confrontations with police officers I've had confrontations with military men mostly not me directly my uncle but I was there anyways you understand what I mean but the people that actually faced these issues that experience these things the way they talk about it their story just makes you sad i really do not understand why a government agency that was created purposely to protect the lives and properties of its citizens will now go back to start stealing from those same citizens and even go as far as killing them long before this SARS protest began we've heard stories on how they harass so many young people I remember once my cousin was coming back from his service and he was looking nice he dressed nicely a fresh graduate well just a normal jean a very good polo t-shirt and he had a school bag behind him can you believe that the officers of this agency this same SARS that we're talking about that is currently a topic of controversy in nigeria right now i don't even know if they get stationed or they just purposely stayed at the bus stop because i've heard a lot of stories where they harassed women men young boys and girls at various bus stops but this particular one I'm talking about, my cousin was coming back via road from his service. He dressed up nicely and he stopped at beggar. Can you believe that these officials bundled my cousin into a bus along with some other guys and drove them straight to the station? When they got there, they collected their phones, they started looking through it, searching, checking their messages, their pictures. I don't understand. Why would you be invading my privacy in such a manner? The person I'm speaking to is none of your business. Personally, as Miss Ayutayo, I thrive more with online relationships than physical ones. Basically, I find myself being able to talk to more people via the internet or SMS. I find myself being a little bit comfortable that way. So me speaking to a foreigner maybe via whatsapp or something is supposed to mean that i am into illegal business i don't understand 
in my cousin's case they didn't find anything in his messages but they found some female pictures <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> it was also just so funny to me because these are guys that are so fresh you know how these fresh guys usually behave in school where they are always saying the ladies are the ones rushing me and all the stuff like that that's the kind of person my cousin is the ladies are just around him he was very much confused as well today then so he just kept on dating them my point there is when did it become a crime for a man to have lots of female pictures on his phone and to them that means it was fraudulent that means it was into yahoo yahoo for those who do not understand the meaning of yahoo yahoo in nigeria yahoo yahoo is what we call 419 <laughs> for those who do not even understand 419 <laughs> it is called fraud internet fraud that's what yahoo yahoo is they accused my cousin and told him to go bring money and they just didn't believe that he wasn't into any kind of fraud according to my cousin some of the other boys that were picked up with him were actually into yahoo and those sars officials recognized them so it was just a matter of those ones making their own payment possibly like a monthly payment that is supposed to be making into the pockets of those sars officials and as soon as those guys paid them they were set free my cousin couldn't be set free Thank God the Alawi had even got to the 19,000 at that point. Is it the Alawi of 19,000 that he wants to use to bail himself as a Yahoo They were quite angry because they truly believed that he was into Yahoo and he did not want to give them a cut from whatever money he got from it. Which wasn't true. A day after the whole incident, one of the police officers called my cousin right there beside me. They asked him to come collect his ID card because it wasn't returned. And the police then told him that, look, you've already been accused for this. So you can start doing this Yahoo business. Don't worry. We're not going to disturb you as long as you do what's right. And I was like, are these people kidding me? Okay, let's talk about internet fraud. We have to eradicate internet fraud in Nigeria because it is giving us bad names it is tarnishing the image of our country worldwide there is nowhere they talk about internet fraud they talk about nigeria first i don't even understand why these guys would use such intelligence in a foul and despicable manner you guys are really really intelligent and you could succeed in virtually anything you can really use the brains to think of legit business I really do not understand why Nigerians do this. But then again, I do understand. We have to talk about everything. The problem is our politicians. Our politicians are the ones that are making it seem like you shouldn't sweat too hard to make money. After all, most of them are just sleeping in the House of Assembly and they collect millions of naira every single month. An average Nigerian youth that is determined to make it in life and to drive a Bentley or a Porsche will certainly say, I want to make money the easy way. And what other way will you make money if not internet fraud? Internet fraud seems to be like the easy way to make money after politics. In Nigeria, that is, don't get me wrong, 
in other parts of the world i think they have more common sense in nigeria however we just elect different officials and then they elect more officials and then all they know how to do is to pack the money and to share it to themselves and they still keep on stealing money they have so much that they are collecting legally as monthly salary yet you will still be hearing the same people buried millions of naira or even dollars in a farm or a vacant house as a matter of fact do you know how many vacant houses we have in nigeria if you go to all these aspects of lagos there are big houses mansions that are vacant and padlocked just to hide their money you just make everything so horrible for the real citizens that are willing to do the work they don't care about what happens to the general public so this SARS protest from what i heard it started about 11 or 12 days ago initially i didn't want to make any comment on it because this is nigeria my own country i am someone who gets very very passionate quickly about topics that really inspire me you can imagine when i heard that they were protesting i wish i could be there to join them but oops doctors others as an good, it was this because i went to protest that i had the crisis let me just sit down at home and do my home protests online and through this medium so i actually thought that it would be like those other protests that they've done in nigeria nigerians can so give up easily they just they start something as soon as they tell them something sweet or just throw a little bit of naira in their faces they stop it and everybody just goes back to their houses so i thought uh, this won't be more than two days three days maximum and then it kept on going and i was really really shocked the funny thing is it didn't just keep on going it also kept growing in size initially it wasn't so close to my house but at some point to go out to this market I can see some people protesting just for my car and it's funny because at this point Nigeria actually got into a stage where the youth said enough is enough they just reached their breaking point Nigerian youth are being pushed for so long to the wall now their back is against the wall and right now there's nothing else they can do they have to face the government one on one and that is exactly what they are doing right now which is totally impressive it is impressive in every level in all the states but then i heard yesterday that i was it two days ago that in those states there was a jailbreak um there are rumors all over twitter that um some of the protesters went to the prison and open the door for the prisoners i don't know how that is possible because i'm very sure that in the prison yard there are going to be harmed prison wardens protecting the prisoners right so people have been pointing out the discrepancies of their allegations like the particular guy claims he's been there since 2016 but then he was looking fresh he had a chain on in nigerian prison 
and some of them were using belts they were wearing good footwear top to bottom they dressed well and some of them even had phones with them headsets a police officer should be someone that you should be comfortable with you should be able to go to a police officer and ask him for help or you report a case to him but not in nigeria no this is the country i know that you go to a police station you report a case to them and they are charging you a fee for them to attend to whatever you came to report the system is you know just ridiculous i don't know what they plan to do i don't know how they want to do it but i think all the security agencies in nigeria need reorientation maybe leave the military out of it for now just the police the sars the please don't change your name to swat it doesn't make any sense we are not that stupid we know that you're going to recycle the same set of people into the swat that you, you're just trying to change the name we are not stupid i don't understand if they think that the fact that they've been calling us leaders of tomorrow from god knows how long does that mean that we are never going to grow because i hate to shock them but we have all grown and even the new generation that are just coming up right now they are kind of growing too and as it is they understand exactly what we're talking about when we say that the police brutality must stop they understand it they are very scared so as i was saying they need to do a reorientation for police officers they need to take them back for training they need to teach them on how to think like a proper policeman remember garbage in garbage out basically whatever you put in is what you light out basically now my point is a lot of these police officers their mindset their thinking the way they have been programmed to think is the reason why they misbehave they need to be retrained they need to be given a new orientation entirely if police officers knew the right thing maybe they can start acting more judiciously maybe in a better manner i'm hopeful because if we look at a regular child whose thinking faculty is all about making money and to make it fast that mindset is going to lead that boy down a path that isn't very wise but to the boy is certainly going the right way but everybody else is definitely going to know that you're going downhill you're going down the rabbit hole but the boy with his own mindset is going to believe deep down in his heart that he is going the right way to achieve his goal of being rich without hustle that mindset is exactly what the problem is they need to change the way most of these people think and they need to start by making them respect human lives to appreciate human lives and they need to be held accountable of course but if they do not appreciate the human beings that they are being taxed to protect how will they protect them 
I always say that I really, really, really hate any confrontations with any police officers. And as someone who has been driving for a long time in Lagos, you will definitely have one or two encounters with that. So I remember once I was coming back from a major market with my mom and were stopped by some police officers. So I showed them my driver's license. He even made a joke that, oh, you look really young. He checked my papers, everything. Everything was intact. And then he left. After we were asked to go, I was talking about how annoying the police officer was. My mom made a statement. She said, Kosi, any tolak baba dajuru, soba fe, fieso, kolese, wama wajadi. Meaning that no matter how clean you are, if a policeman really wants you behind bars, he's going to invent something ridiculous. And it's true. It happened to me once. We traveled via road and we were navigating within Ocean State, trying to make our way to Iwo. And some policemen stopped us. They asked for the driver's license. The driver gave them every document and all. They were satisfied. They asked for the documents for the vehicle. I gave it to them myself. They asked for custom papers. I brought them out as bulky as they were and I gave it to him. He looked at it one after the other as if he was actually doing his job. Then he said it wasn't complete. And I asked him, what exactly isn't complete? I can't even remember the name of the paper. You remember that we had certain kind of plate number in Nigeria that was switched at some point. You remember that they asked us all to go change our plate numbers. Initially when my father got that car, we had registered it, we had been using it for some time. And then when this new mandate came from the federal government and everybody had to do it, if you don't do it, they will start stopping you on the way and start finding you. We also went to change our plate number and it was done legally. We took the vehicle there, the FRSC office, they gave us all the papers, the processing, they did everything. Now, this policeman was now telling me that the certain paper that was filled during the registration of the vehicle initially, the allocated plate number was written on that paper. And then he said the paper was no longer valid because the plate number had changed. Of which, on the same paper that he was talking about, the new plate number was written by the side and it was signed. But this guy claims you need that document. If I told you that this guy delayed us for over an hour, almost two, I was so pissed. Damn it. Okay. I'm in the middle of nowhere. When I get to Lagos, I will go to the FRSC office and request for the document you mentioned. And he started saying, I should go and bring 150,000 naira. For what? Like, I was insistent that day that I was not going to give him a dime. And I had to call my parents. They were obviously worried. It's not funny. Abuja to Lagos. Then my father said we should please give him some money. I think eventually we ended up giving him about two or three thousand. 
it didn't make any sense to me whatsoever if he was in Lagos. Me that I'm cuckoo jobless, tell I would have sat down there. We would just be looking at ourselves. And I'm not taking my vehicle to any station. Now, the funny thing about this story is that when I got to Lagos, I immediately took the case to my uncles because they were the ones that went to register the vehicle at the FRSF. And then I told them everything the police officer said. My uncles just laughed and said, they just defrauded you. Funny, right? Policeman defrauded citizen. To convince me, my uncle called one of the FRC officials and narrated the story to him. And that man was saying that is complete bullshit. That a vehicle that had already been registered and that particular paper had been issued, the paper cannot be reissued again simply because they came to change the plate number. The highest they could do is what they did. They signed on top of the documents and they wrote the new plate number. Chai. And this thing wasn't just me that day. While we were waiting, he stopped so many other vehicles and most of us were talking about the same documents. Now, imagine the kind of experience that I went through with this police officer. Don't get me wrong. That is my own interaction with the police officer. It doesn't go beyond that. And to some people, that may not even be harassment. However, you need to hear of the stories that some people are putting out there. The harassment is ridiculous. They have cut so many lives short just because they are trying to cover up their crimes, their mistakes, or just be wicked. As far as I'm concerned, it's only wickedness that can make you look at a young man that is looking very well and obviously doing very well. Ask him if he's a Yahoo. He says no and you still shot him dead. It's only wickedness. They have killed so many people, both male and female. And these ones that we're even hearing and talking about, those are the ones that were reported because those people had voices they had people to fight for they had people to speak up for them imagine the people that had no voice the people that had no one to to talk the people that had no one to help them tell the world about their experience about their loss imagine those ones i'm sure there are so many they have just died silently there are some people that do not even know the whereabouts of their family members, of their sons, their daughters, till date, and they had been wasted by SARS officials. When I was talking about orientation the other time, this is what I'm saying. They believe in their own mind that what they are doing is right. They believe that they are actually protecting Nigeria from fraudulent youths but then how can you keep harassing every single youth you see simply because they look okay imagine a graduate dressing tatteredly and poorly just because he or she wants to avoid being harassed by SARS officials imagine that they see you looking good they stop you a police officer once stopped me and 
asked me what I did for a living because I was driving in a Toyota RAV4. I told him that I was an administrative officer with a private company. He wanted to see my ID card for the company. He wanted to see my driver's license. I showed him everything and he said, Now your shift buy them for you, Abby. You know those kind of mentalities that are so crazy. You do not believe that a young person can actually work hard, can sweat for his money and purchase a good car. Oh my gosh, I cannot even believe the amount of people that have asked me if it was my sugar daddy that got me a car. If you look at all those policemen holding their guns, their hands almost permanently on the trigger. But then I'm always very scared of guns and they can easily pull the trigger. I don't know what kind of training would tell you that you should permanently put your fingers on the trigger. I am always very scared of seeing this policeman every single time. I see them with guns and I am extremely scared of it. And of course, tired of being scared. There are so many times that I avoided going through a certain route that would have been better for me simply because I did not want to come in contact with police officers at all. It's not like I was scared that they would stop me. Of course, I knew there was nothing they could ask me that I wouldn't be able to answer. But there's nothing like friendly fire. Once those guns are fired, it does a lot of damage. There is nothing friendly about police officers that put their hands on the trigger. If something happens, they just shoot out. Do you know how many people that have died mistakenly by the police officers? Many. I saw a video where they were beating a young man, like serious beating, and they had blooded him. Why? We talk about jungle justice, that it is bad. They shouldn't be doing it. And it is your people that are supposed to be the security officials, keeping the law and order. It's still you that will now start doing the same jungle justice. Why would you be beating and battering? What did they do? Because you suspect them of being internet fraudsters? If they are internet fraudsters, arrest them. Investigate. If you find enough evidence against them, charge them to court. Let the law take its course. But you won't charge anybody to court. Because you take laws into your own hands. These SARS officials, they are the officers of the law, they are the jury, they are the judge, they are everything. I even heard about a lady that was raped at their station. I don't understand. Why? Is it just because you are in that uniform, you feel invincible, untouchable? If at all, they are going to have any other kind of anti-robbery squad they have to wash out these ones that are already there and introduce new people give them a good training new orientation i think that's anything that can work and you ask why nigerians are always wanting to 
run away from their country traveling abroad it's not like they can't make it in their country of course they can it's just that the government hasn't provided a suitable environment to live a successful and fulfilling life the government has not provided a suitable environment for us our environment is crap my own point of view for this is wasted i i truly wish them all the best i hope that the government would do something about it i hope they will really make some changes all right guys let's meet here again next week for another podcast i'll talk to you guys later my name is nisa itayo and i'm signing out Small man teeth for market to set fire for everybody. Big man teeth, money with a hill, I'm like dummy. With a sofa, with a smile, with a fear to talk. My people no get to chop, my people no get to walk. These days we don't know if authority for office, cause the hour where we see, no security where you promise and the cop, you don't fool. We don't care for all the rubbish and the punishment. Let me talk, I'm